Hey everybody, thank you for joining us. I'm here with Miss Dom. Okay. I'm Jamie Liu, and today we will be discussing the pros and cons of childcare. In an older classroom when they're preschool aged, um, like you're saying, they get influenced and um, it's not always bad. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's really sometimes it's really great and positive. If your child has a little bit of a speech delay and they're not talking mm-hmm. very well at two and a half years old, but they stay in a school setting and then at four years old they're talking up a storm, mm-hmm. that's because they're talking to children their own age and they're talking to their teachers constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, one example of speech development. But, um, you know, it's not always negative. Mm-hmm. Behaviors are not always negative. They, um, or maybe they're, they're looking at one of their peers who's sitting in their chair and eating their lunch and they're normally like standing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. walking around and you know that's not a bad thing but it's um maybe they're learning from other peers like oh it's lunchtime now it's time to sit in our chair and mm-hmm. it's time to eat our food instead of walking around and playing um and it's just things that come with watching the peers even at lunchtime a lot of the times parents will like I said previously um well my child didn't eat their lunch um but if they're sitting with yeah. other children and yeah. they're eating their lunch and they think oh, it's time to eat lunch, let me eat mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or um, experiencing different foods. Yes, know, and so that's, uh, of course, we depend on our teachers to provide that structure and that expectation for the kids. But um, as parents, it's up to you if that's you know that's what you want. That's They learn so much in a right. day with a quality program, with uh, when is the right time that I am supposed to be silly mm-hmm. and dance and right. have fun and jump jump around and roll around? Right. Um, and when is it time to reel it all in and listen mm-hmm. and compose yourself and control your impulses? Right. And this is this is learning time. So this is my expectation when it's learning time. Mm-hmm. This is my expectation when I go on the playground. Right. This is my expectation when I am sitting down at lunchtime. Which is super, super important to have in early childhood because if you if your child is going to kindergarten and they've never had that before, you know, they don't know to sit in their chair in kindergarten class mm-hmm. in a kindergarten classroom, or they don't know to not run away from their teacher mm-hmm. when they're sitting in line walking from the classroom to the cafeteria. Um, it's all things that they learn in mm-hmm. a toddler classroom and a preschool classroom that they and really takes uh, years years to yeah, practice a and long learn. time. Every kid is different. Some kids may line up and and take all that right. quite quickly, depending on the child. And some kids just need more time to develop and mature mm-hmm. and and learn how to self regulate. And that's okay. Yeah, the yeah, timeline yeah. of every child is different, and that's absolutely okay and and acceptable. But it's right. your job as a parent to gauge early on. Hmm, is my child yes. does do they need child one perfect can start right. kindergarten at age five. Oh, child two, uh oh, they yeah. need way more structure early right. on. I should start which maybe is huge earlier. that you said that because what works for one child does not work for the next. Mm-hmm. Um, even in families. Each child in your family is a different person and your oldest child might be, you know, the cookie cutter most perfect Mm -hmm. child who's sitting down who's listening who you know was talking at a year old Mm -hmm. and then your second child might be a little bit more energetic more um personality more Mm -hmm. behaviors Mm -hmm. and then your third child could be a mix of both Mm -hmm. um they're all completely different humans and they need different needs yes and and also 
like we said previously, maybe your first child had a nanny and then your second mm-hmm. child was in childcare. Mm-hmm. And even though, or vice versa, um, even though you did it this way with your first child, it's not going to work for your second. Mm-hmm. It might, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're like, they're different humans. They need different things. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's really hard. That's really hard to know and gauge as a parent because, I mean, yes, we are our parents, but it's not your only full-time job. You know, we're juggling many things. Right. And so there's not a perfect solution for everyone. And uh, it's challenging, but I think what we're, our messages just, just have all that in consideration. Right. You're not going to do everything perfect. Right. Um, and that's okay. Your child is resilient right. and adaptable. And as long as you provide, you know, love and security and everything, absolutely, they're going to be fine. But if you have that in mind, that's going to drive your intention mm-hmm. in how you approach their care, their education, mm-hmm. um, and how you adjust along the right. way. Yeah. And, and making mistakes too. I mean, parents work Mm-hmm. so hard. They have a full-time job and then they have a full-time job of raising a child. So you have two full-time jobs. Mistakes are welcome. Sometimes, Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes even more. Sometimes parents are working, you know, two different jobs, whatever the case is, like you're just doing your best at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And you sometimes you're like, okay, I, I know he said this at school, but at least yes, he was there. At least he was loved, mm-hmm. you know, and like maybe you know, my child bit at school, like he bit another child. I was just going to yeah. say biting. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> my child bit at school, but at yeah. least the teacher was there yes. and solved the issue and moved on and they ate lunch an hour later and mm-hmm. they went to sleep. You know, like it's just things that as a parent, you can do everything in the book to make your child not bite or not hit or not say this word. Um, you can do everything in your power, but it's still going to happen. And mm-hmm. it's not a reflection of the parent. No, it's just you know, and I think that's just so hard. Yeah. It's so hard as a parent because you're trying to do it all and you're trying to provide for your family, your child and Mm -hmm. everything. And so when you hear about these little hiccups and these challenges, uh, to not allow it to make you feel like a failure as a, as a parent, but no, I mean, it's a journey. These things are going to happen. And I think it's a blessing because you have a school, but you have a partner. You have a yes. partner multiple in raising. Partners. Yes. You have you have multiple teachers. You have the school administration. You mm-hmm. have, um, and that's something to really look for in a quality program. Is is the director of the school involved in the classroom? Is the teacher involved in your child's life? Um, are the teachers getting along in the classroom? Mm-hmm. Like all those different things. Because at the end of the day, if you know if you're going through something in your family life um, and you need support your first Mm -hmm. point of support is your child's teacher Mm -hmm. or your Mm -hmm. child's, you know, director of the school. And you just, you need that. You need that kind of support and that community um, because it takes a village to raise a child. Absolutely, it really does. And um, I think that's what something is so special that we fostered here and that we work so hard to preserve Mm -hmm. is this culture of, um, we just really love your kids. Yeah. And we really care when they didn't, have a good night's sleep last yeah, night. Absolutely. And we know that's how it's going to impact their day to day. Right. And we brace ourselves for it. Right. And or also even, give them more. Yes. Because that's what they need. Right. And even if like if a parent has like a concern 
Um, and they just, you know, tell us like, we have this concern about this happening or this happened at home or, you know, we have this concern that they're not sleeping very well at school. Like what, what can we do? Like asking questions, what can we do to help each other? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I think, you know, changing the nap time and then Mm -hmm. he'll sleep better at night. And then, oh, maybe we push the bottle up an Mm -hmm. hour earlier, or maybe, um, maybe we stop drinking fluids at Mm -hmm. nap time, things like Mm -hmm. that. There's so many different things that, um, you work together and communicate with. If you're just a parent who's going to drop your kid off and leave and you don't stay for a couple extra minutes just to talk about their night at home, then you're, the teachers are going to have no idea how their day is if you don't communicate. And that's something for parents to know. Teachers want that. Yes, huge. I mean, mm-hmm. even just like, of course, you're, you're in a rush picking your kid up or dropping your kid off sometimes we totally get it but just a really quick I'm late to work but I just wanted to let you know that they woke up an hour early and they're probably going to be really crazy today yeah great have a great day you know like just a tiny little quick snippet of okay I know that this one is going to just be a little bit more emotional today Mm -hmm. so I'm going to be a little bit more patient with Mm -hmm. them because normally they are the first to line up they're Mm -hmm. the first to wash their hands they're Mm -hmm. the first to do this but today they might not Mm -hmm. and it's really important for the teacher to know things like that. And those little snippets also make teachers feel valued, Mm -hmm. makes them feel like you are in a partnership with them. Um, and it, it adds meaning and fulfillment to their, to their role. They want to feel important and they want to feel like you value them as, as a partner. And so it's, it's really a beautiful relationship. Um, if, if everyone is working together, Mm-hmm. And in each other's, uh, you know, consi- with each other's consideration, right. um, because this is it's it's your child. You have yeah. to be involved. You have to know all those little things. Yes, we talk about poop and and drool and yes. everything, but that's important. Those yeah. things are important, and it's such a special bond that is built upon just the love for your child. Yeah. And so, be as you know be as involved and be as yeah, as as active in the classroom and just show the teachers that you appreciate and care for them mm-hmm. because then um, your child feels that. When your child yeah. sees all the people important in their lives, you know, get yeah. along and care for them. Absolutely. They and see that. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's important for everybody to get along and everyone to be on the same page and communicate. Yes. Um, yeah. Just having a little bit of, of a sense of... I understand you and I am here to support you. Yes. You know, parents and teachers. And it's an ongoing thing. Um, I know for us as a program, we, whenever we hear feedback, I mean, it is our, you and I really work hard to come up with solutions to problems. Yes, absolutely. It really uh, bothers us when we get feedback, but also in a good way because we use that constructively to yeah. solve problems. And so- on the parents and to understand, um, hopefully if you trust the administrators and teachers mm-hmm. that they're actively trying and, and give us time to try to find a solution. Um, and that's that's a way for parents to see, do they really care? Did right. they hear me? Right. Do they really care? Are yeah, they going right. to do something about it? And I love when parents bring up a tiny little concern and just say, hey, I noticed this. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but I just want to let you know that I noticed it. Mm -hmm. And so me hearing that, it's like, okay, so then they're seeing things from the outside, you know, as little or as big as it may be. Let's fix it. Mm -hmm. Let's work as quick as possible and as diligently as possible to fix the problem so that everyone, it works for everybody. You know, everything is, is 
you can drop your child off and, and feel comfortable. And that little thing, you know, other parents may have noticed it and may not have said anything. But exactly. if a parent brings it forward in a constructive and positive way, exactly. because it's like you're bringing it up because I want your lives to be easier. Yes. I want it better. I want it to be better. It's going to benefit all the kids in the class. Right. If this thing was, you know, addressed, right. that's us working together. You know, you can bring it up in a way so that's mutually beneficial as opposed to, um, you know, bringing it up in not as a constructive way. Then that's going to put a damper on the teacher's day and and not allow them to feel valued. And it's going to affect their job. Right. So we're working together always. And it's also it's also important to note that if a parent does bring up a concern at any school And if they just say, "Okay, thank you for letting me know and then never address it and never fix the problem, that's a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. That means that, you know, there's other things that are probably going on that you don't know about. Absolutely. If a parent brings as little as it may be, if there's the tiniest, tiniest little annoyance, Mm -hmm. you know, let's fix it Mm -hmm. so that because we we value we value the parents and we would hope that the the parents value us and we value their input and you know, teachers too, if teachers have a, a tiny, tiny little or a big thing that they just want to address, you know, it's important to address it no matter how big or small it is and fix the problem. And even if you don't have a perfect solution, you at least have, you're working towards the yes. solution or you have a tiny tweak, you know, to yes. make everyone's lives easier. And it's a journey. It's, it's adjusting little by little mm-hmm. and seeing what works and doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think at the end of the day, it's really important to when you're thinking about child care and whether it's a good fit or not, um, you're going to shop around and see you're going to feel it out and see where you get the good vibes and good feelings. Like this is where my child is going to thrive. Look at these vibrant teachers. Look at their energy. Look at how they're smiling and connecting with each other. And also knowing that your first. Yes. Your first option may not be the right fit for you Mm -hmm. and it's okay to change your mind yes but just making sure that like you're saying you have that good feeling yes and And so really could be a wonderful experience so it's all about finding the right Mm -hmm. the right fit um and if it turns out to not be a great experience um the parents have to evaluate whether is it the setting Mm -hmm. or is it just you know me and my family's needs whether it's what I want for my child right totally agree thank you so much for joining us uh this was so fun Dom I feel like we could chat about this all day uh I feel like a lot of the things we discuss uh absolutely resonate with a lot of the families out there so please if you have anything to share uh feel free to chime in and comment below we'd love to open up the dialogue with the community yeah.